You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing efficiencies in the fabrication of long-term provisional crowns, as well as clinical applications and techniques to provide excellent outcomes for your patients. Our guest today is Dr. Gary Rads, an expert in the field of aesthetic and cosmetic dentistry. Dr. Rads is in private practice and currently a visiting faculty member at the University of Colorado School of Dentistry. He serves as an editorial board member for six different professional journals, including the Journal of Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Rads, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Thanks for having me, Phil. Appreciate being here. Yeah, so we're excited to have you. You're a big name on the speaker tour, um, and I'm not here to patronize you, but you're, you've, <laughs> you've, you've been around a long time, so to have someone with your knowledge and expertise is, is great for us. And um, this is a topic that I'm sure many of our listeners would be interested in hearing about, which is long-term provisional crown fabrication. So let's start with a simple question. So how are you able to quickly create an excellent core buildup? Um, yeah, well, whenever you're doing a crown, nine times out of ten, you've got to do a core buildup um, on that tooth to provide uh, the substructure needed for the final crown. So what I consistently do when I'm preparing a a tooth that um, is defective, damaged, decayed. Uh, I'll remove the old restoration, the old decay. And because a crown does take a little while to do and you want to get the patient in and out of the chair as fast as you can, um, I've developed an efficient way of doing the core buildup so that we're not keeping the patient in the chair uh, any longer than we need to. So what I like to do once I've removed the old restoration, removed the decay, um, I use a universal Toffelmeyer-like matrix. I use what's called an Omni matrix, which is a, an alternate product, and it's a disposable one-time use product. But I will uh, place that matrix on that tooth that's been prepared, and then I quickly would do the buildup with a dual-curing um, composite resin material that's injectable in nature. So the material I use is called uh, LuxCore Z by DMG. And after I've etched, primed, and bond, this material, uh, you just pull the trigger, squeeze it out of the gun, so it's somewhat flowable in its consistency, so it will quickly fill the matrix, replacing the missing tooth structure. Uh, then we'll light cure it for 20 seconds, remove the matrix, light cure it for another 10. Now, that's a short curing time for something that's really deep, but because it's dual cure in nature, I can immediately go to start my prep while the very deepest part of that material is still curing. And when I get done, I know the composite is all the way cured um, deep inside, but I'm still able to get back on that tooth and continue uh, going quickly with my prep uh, virtually immediately. So it helps me cut down the time while still doing the proper thing for the tooth, which is restoring the missing tooth structure with something that's strong and stable, mm -hmm. uh, but allows me to do it quickly and efficiently. Yeah, I know that sounds like a huge savings in time. While that's is curing, you're on to the next step, which is that's yep. a great clinical tip there. So what steps do you use to get highly accurate yet affordable pre-op impression? So with a pre-op impression, um, especially when we're on, we're on the subject of long-term temporary crowns. 
uh, I want a really accurate impression that will be my matrix for that final crown that a patient can be wearing for months or even years sometimes. So to get that highly stable um, and accurate pre-op impression, what I use is I'll use a triple tray so that I can capture the opposing arch as well as the tooth that I need the impression for. Triple tray being from Premier Dental? That, yeah. Okay. Many companies make them, but by trade main, that is the premier product. Right. Um, And I will load that with an alginate substitute material that is a polyvinyl impression material. So this material category, the, uh, the impression material is polyvinyl in nature, like many of us use for final impression materials, but it's made to be less expensive, it's slightly less accurate, but it sets up as fast as alginate. So this is a good material uh, to use for study models or uh, sports guards, stuff like that. Um, but it, <clears throat> because it's inexpensive and it sets up fast, you use it a lot like you would alginate. So I'll take the initial impression in that, and it's pretty accurate, but to get it even more accurate, I will reline that impression on the arch where the tooth is. I'm going to do the crown. I'll reline it with a fast setting light body impression material. And then I'll set that back in the mouth and it'll set up in two to two and a half minutes. So the initial impression I take with the alginate substitute polyvinyl material such as Status Blue by DMG. I take it out, rinse it, dry it, and then I reline it with a fast setting light body wash material and that's going to take two two and a half minutes to set up uh, one such product would be honey gum pro quad fast uh, another dmg another dmg product um, and that'll capture the fine detail so when i remove that i've got an excellent matrix to make a highly accurate temporary restoration when you Talk about long-term provisional crowns. When do we need to actually fabricate that? Yeah, so long-term provisionals is a profession. We've been doing them forever, um, but they've been a little bit of a challenge. Uh, the easy way that many dentists have done is you have a lab fabricated, um, a temporary crown, uh, biotemps by Glidewell have been extremely popular for many years. The downside from that is you get a temporary crown, but you have to reline the inside of it. So you still have to do something share side to make this thing fit. And that starts to become time intensive, but it's also technique sensitive. Uh, Some dentists do it really well and other dentists really struggle with that. So it's not the easiest technique. And quite honestly, you're incurring a lab bill. It starts to become a little bit expensive. So, being able to do it chair side is not only time savings, but I think you can make a better, more accurate uh, long-term provisional. So in cases where we're looking at long-term provisionals, where I use them, um, it could be a full mouth reconstruction that because of financial reasons, we need to stage treatment out over time. So, I can start doing my full mouth respiration and then I can put long-term provisionals in different quadrants, work a quadrant at a time 
as we transition that patient from temporaries into porcelain. And in doing that, we're able to stage out treatment so patients are able to, to make that treatment more affordable and fit their budgets. When you do a transitional procedure like that, we're not having provisional material occlude against porcelain, are we? Or or is it in the same? You During the transitional stage, you will. Yeah. Oh, okay, you will. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And over a short period of time, um, that's going to work out okay. You know, do you want to do it for years and years and years? Probably not. Okay. But um, as you're moving the patient through treatment um, and you can't go as quickly as you'd like to, uh, that's where we are. Um, so I've done it many times. Um, it does work out. Usually I try to transition out of the posterior as fast as I can into porcelain mm -hmm. um, because the concern you address is more a concern posterior than anterior for most patients. Right, right. So, what, so the material that the long-term provisional crowns are made out of, that's the DMG product you talked about. What, what is that yeah. material that's so that can actually handle uh, wear and tear even against uh, something like porcelain? In response to your question right before that, and the concern about porcelain versus temporary material, that certainly is a legitimate concern uh, that we have all had. But this new material that DMG has very, very recently introduced called Luxacrown, that crown, uh, one of its many improved physical characteristics is it's far more wear resistant. So that concern of wear over time of porcelain versus the temporary material, that concern is not as great now because the material has been designed to last longer in those particular situations. So what percentage of doctors do you think are using a chair side technique for long-term provisionals versus sending it out to a lab? <sighs> My guess would be half and half. Mm -hmm. Um but the challenge for those of us that do chair side is we're, we've been compromised by the material. I mean, we have good temporary materials out there, um, but they're not designed to be worn months or even years at a time. So in the more common case, actually, Phil, is you have a patient that needs one crown and they just don't have the money. Mm -hmm. But you know you got to put a crown on that tooth. And in the past, I've put them in a temporary crown. I have them come back every three months, and I keep remaking the temporary. Mm, interesting. Uh, and yeah. after, after a while, they get tired of coming in, and I get sick of seeing them. <laughs> um, you know, and then at what point would you, if, if you just paid a crown by all the visits? Right. Um, so to have material like Luxor Crown, which is designed to last, you know, more than months, but actually, you know, one, two, three, four years mm -hmm. allows us to give these patients that aren't financially able to afford that crown, we can give them something that will protect the tooth, restore the tooth for a significant period of time, allowing them to get in a financial position where we can put them in, you know, to the porcelain crown that we really need to have there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a big benefit to, you know, some of those patients, you really want to help them out, but, you know, we can't give away dentistry all the time. Right. But, but we can provide them with what they need, and we can buy them some time and allow them time to save up the money so they can um, comfortably afford what we really need to do.
Yeah. And what I was always afraid of with the long-term provisionals way back, and we're going back quite a number of years, decades when I was in dental school, um, was the leakage at the margins on these provisionals. Like they look great. The crowns, you know, they, you could polish them up. They looked good. And this was a much inferior material to the, to what you're talking about here. Right. But I went ahead right. and became, you know, I went ahead and became an endodontist, which made me even more concerned about bacterial leakage at the margins of these provisionals. Is this, Absolutely. is this material, does, has this material addressed uh, the, the finer margin, marginal area? Um, where, yeah. Where, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. The material, it's a self-cure injectable product. And when you put it in the matrix that I described earlier, and you set that on the tooth, it's like taking an impression of the tooth. So when you pull that out, you can read the margins distinctly mm-hmm. on the material. So as long um, as you're meticulous about uh, your marginal trimming and you get that trimmed up to the margin, when you seat this down, uh, you know, when I put mine in, the margins feel like I just did it in Emacs. I mean, mm-hmm. the margins can be that good if you're right. paying attention to it. Oh, um, as, as, as with anything, Phil, I mean, uh, it's the technique and paying attention to detail. And, um, but your concern about marginal leakage in any temporary is absolutely valid. But the precision of detail you can get with this material and capturing that margin, keeping it sealed, I found to be very, very good. And what kind of cement do you use? Um, I will use, if I know I'm going to keep it in there for a couple of years, mm-hmm. I'll cement the, I'll cement them with glass isomer. You've got that advantage of, uh, you know, some fluoride release and I don't want it to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I look at it and I know it's a couple of years till it's coming off and I'm going to have to cut it off when we get to the point to go to final, um, I'll use glass isomer. Now, if I know I need to buy a couple months, um, I'll use a temporary cement like uh, the Temp Bond ID that DMG has, Tempo Sem. Um, now, if it's anterior, I don't use something like Tempo Sem because it's very opaque, whereas the Temp Sem or the Tempo Sem ID is clear in nature, so that's what I'd use anteriorly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, short term, meaning two, three, four months, temporary cement, a year or more, I'm going to go to glass isomer. Yeah, great stuff, great information. So I think you covered a lot of stuff. Um, it sounds like to me, you know, the chair side benefit on the long-term provisional you favor versus sending it out to the lab. And one, you know, to reiterate, one is the cost. Two, you have to end up relaying it anyway. Um, yeah. And obviously with your technical skills um, and your expertise, and not everybody has your technical skills and expertise, but some of us do, um, you're, you believe the chair side way <laughs> is the way to go once you've met, <clears throat> excuse me, once you've mastered it. <clears throat> yeah. And, and I would tell you, Phil, to address that, you know, addressing my expertise, uh, I've trained my dental assistants this technique. And since I've got this material, nine times out of 10, they're making that long-term temporary. I'm not. Nice. That's the way so, it should be. That's excellent. Yeah, so, you know, obviously I'm going to look at it and verify it and check it when I could, that it's ready to go in um, and, and train them correctly. Uh, I have two young ladies that do a great job of making these um, with limited supervision on my end. Yeah. But with the, with the impression, the accuracy of the impression technique that we talked about and this material 
and the proper training and using the right tools, there's no reason why a good dental assistant can't do just as good a job as, as I do. Mm-hmm. No, fantastic information. So I think we've covered everything. And again, DMG, you mentioned several of their products. They've been a leader in temporization materials for as long as I've been in dentistry, which has been a while. Yep. Dr. Raz, again, it was a pleasure having you on Dental Talk. We hope to have you on future programs coming up, but uh, what you provided to us today was just fantastic information for everyone. We appreciate it. Yep. Anytime, Phil. Pleasure being with you. Thank you so much.